Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. We are the show that when we say the word injection, we mean brisket and not vaccination. Oh, my God. You don't inject your brisket, do you? <laughs> well, if it's not looking, I do. So what are, you, are you supposed to do Moderna or Pfizer for your brisket? <laughs> and if you use Johnson & Johnson, is it more beefy because it's only a one-timer? I'm lazy. I just like to inject it one time. You okay. know, That way, if I use the Johnson, I don't have to do it once. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Dave Caius, being harassed by the rest of the team. Engineer Kyle's here, producer T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, the master of insults, Dan Doc Hathaway. Oh, Hello, everyone. Our barbecue doctor. Coming up, we've got the International Barbecue Cookers Association 2020 Cook of the Year out of Texas, Philip Breeden. You can check out his website, lcbbqshop.com. And uh, looking forward to talking to Philip and everything going on with him. And Dan, we're going to be talking to Dan in our first segment, fourth segment about spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. It's spring. Boy. Wait, what? Sprinkling? Sprinkling. Sprinkling. Yes. Sprinkling. Sprinkling. Like, like Homer Simpson and donuts. Uh, yes. Or cupcakes. Or I prefer cupcakes. Running through the sprinklers. Spring cleaning. Uh, oh, spring cleaning. <laughs> to do oh, okay. Man, I... It is that time of year for sure. Kyle, I'm going to ask these two to leave. If you could just take a microphone, I would appreciate it from now on. So... <laughs> I need a new crew. So anyway, we're going to be talking about spring cleaning and uh, the spring tune-up for your grill and smoker because it's spring. And some people probably, especially up north, probably haven't fired it up yet. Oh, they have. Oh, that's true. They They don't even stop, do they? They don't stop. They don't stop. Can't stop. Never stop. That's what keeps them warm in the winter. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So Dan Hathaway, uh, T-Bone. Who's that? We kind of consider him... I mean, he's he's obviously a very important part of the show. He's a great barbecuer, but I would consider him, don't you, T-Bone, the hardest working man in barbecue? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I feel bad so. for him. I mean, I don't now nah, you can't. You put, know, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. The, the show. <laughs> notice I'm going to ignore Dan during this. Yeah, you need to. The the show. You know, his store. Uh, 2020, they had the the most amazing year they've ever had you know over there at the Kansas City barbecue store and he's always well, coming it's, it's in it's easy when there's hey, no hey, restaurants hey, we're ignoring you we're still we're still ignoring you so you know T-Bone so he always comes in he's tired he's been working these long hours they had they had the best sales year then of course there was the holidays which is always busy for retail and just busy plus they do all the online and tired 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 so <laughs> So Dan, I know where this is going. No, too. he doesn't. I know exactly where this is. He going. might. So Dan finally got to take his wife and his three lovely daughters on vacation. We were happy for him, weren't we, T-Bone? Yes, yes. They he went got down to get to, away, and we kept bugging him every day to do this and do that. Need to go. <laughs> you know, you need to get time away from the work. And he he I, he went hiking and horseback riding, played some golf, and just enjoyed the beautiful Southern California sunshine. And then he comes back, and just like any job, you come back, and there's a lot of work when you get back. You know, because you've been gone. 
So last week he comes to the show and he's like, oh man, I've been working, working, working. And, and then when we get done with the show today, I got to go back and do some more work at the store. I'm like, oh, and T-Bone and I are like, oh man, we're so sorry. So the show gets over last week and I go run and get some gas and run a quick air. And all of a sudden I realize, you know, I got three things on the barbecue list that Dave needs to buy. You know, I, I need some barbecue sauce and some rub, and I need some new gloves because the I've got I bought one of those gloves a long time ago, one of those kitchen gloves that's so worn out that every time I use it, it's kind of like a game show which finger I'll burn this time when I use it or thumb. So I go over to Dan's store and I walk in, and the first thing I say is when the guy says, "Hey, may I help you?" I said, "Yeah, where's Dan?" He just left. Oh, he didn't even say that. He just said, Dan's not here, man. <laughs> he knew better than to give specific information That's about funny. your whereabouts. I'm yeah. like, Dan's not here. Yeah. The hardest working man in barbecue. That's what I said. Who said he's going back to the store. I did. What, for like eight seconds? Did, it was it was an hour. Did you did you walk in and hand the sales clerk a pen and well, leave? There wasn't a lot of time left. Because so. here's the deal. I'm thinking as much as I plug his show on this or his store on this show, I would probably maybe get a you know employee discount, don't you think, T Bone? Don't you think? Isn't that fair? I'm not going there. So wow. <laughs> it's got dark. They, they, this, they are a legitimate sponsor. They are a sponsor. And I love that store. I used to shop there before I even knew Dan. It's, it's not a, their show. It's a great, great store. So anyway, so I go in, the sales clerk helped me with a got it. I tried to I'm trying a new sauce and, and then he helped me with get? a new rub. Uh what did I get? Oh, I got, I, well, I, I got the Joe's, but I got the hot one. Oh, okay, yeah. The one with heat. I've never yeah. tried that before. Heat. Wow. And it's really good. Yeah, it is. Uh, I got a rub that's low on sodium. Okay. Which I haven't tried yet, but right. it looks really good. And then, and I, I'm normally not a prop comic on the uh, radio, but I got the Weber gloves. There you a go. A pair of the Weber gloves. Yeah. Um, this is also why Carrot Top doesn't do podcasts. And uh, I, lo- <laughs> I love these things. Um, and again, your salesperson, you know, gave them to me, rang it up full price. So anyway, that was my adventure at Dan's store. Hey, man, you got to pay to play the game. Without Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Dan, it's time now for our Ask Dr. Dan, our Barbecue Fix-It Man, sponsored by our April Barbecue Sauce of the Month, which is Hogtide Barbecue Original Competition Sauce. 22 and a half ounce bottle, only $6.99. And according to Philip T., he said, hands down, the best ever. This smooth, sweet sauce has ruined me on all others. So, T-Bone, what do you got for our question of the week? You know, Dan. Yes, T-Bone. I'm thinking Dave <laughs> should probably call up Old Hickory Pits. They are a sponsor. Why, why don't you see how far that employee discount goes with them? <laughs> you do need one of those in your backyard. Buddy. Really, yeah. And I am going to call them and ask yeah, for they, it. They might surprise you. Uh, dear Dr. Dan. We're going to have to start looking for new smoker sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way Dave's going, we aren't going to have any sponsors left. Dear Dr. Dan. What is the best temperature to barbecue? Are you ready for it? Beer can chicken. Oh, from Daniel Brown in Oklahoma. A popular way to do it, and a good question. Yeah, you know the the beer can chicken thing kind of blew up years ago, and and people still cook that way all the time because it's a great way to to finish out a chicken. I mean, you're essentially cooking it from the inside out uh, with a little bit of steam and, and a little bit of flavoring from whatever you have in the beer can. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people will use beer, but 
Man, I use a lot of, uh, you know, I'll use a little bit of water, orange juice, soy sauce. And that, doesn't know? that help to keep the tur- or the chicken juicy too because of the steam and all that? You know, mostly it's just cooking it a lot more even. So you're going to you're gonna get a lot more moisture retention when, okay. when you cook something evenly like that. I always hear about Coca-Cola being used. You know. You Not could, a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably use that. The problem, you know, you just have to be careful of not cooking it too hot. So now when you're, when I do a beer can chicken on the grill, I usually go for like the 275 to 300 degree range. And the reason is because when you have that much mass shoved up inside of a chicken like that Mm -hmm. with the beer can. Yeah. See See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, There was a visual that went with that. I'm going to show up my prop again. Go ahead. So you want to get, you want that to heat up quickly and, and, you know, you don't want to have it too low because, you know, in Kansas things boil it to, you know, 211. Okay. And in order to create steam, you need to get it hot enough. So you don't want to. You don't still want to cook it too low or it won't heat up enough. So I do 275 to 300 is a good temperature. You're going to get nice browning on the outside of it. You're going to get the the moisture retention the, that it because it's cooking a little bit quicker than normal. And you're also going to get that the liquid in the bottom of the can to start to evaporate a little bit, which will impart a little bit of flavor, a little bit of moisture and help everything cook nice. That sounds very good. And thank you so much for the question. We're going to send you our April barbecue sauce of the month. Hogtide barbecue original competition sauce, 22 and a half ounces, only $6.99. And you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. Now coming up next segment, looking forward to talking to Philip Breeden. He is the international barbecue. I'm sorry, the international barbecue cookers association. That's a long thing to say. Just say IBCA. Oh, yeah. Now you tell me. IBCA (laughs) 2020 Cook of the Year. See how easily you did that? (laughs) And you can check out his uh, website at lcbbqshop.com. That's for Lucky Charms. We'll be talking about that. That is all coming up next. So stick around as we're talking barbecue right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan... She didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care and... It's made a difference. 
The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Kias, along with Dan Hathaway. We've got with us today the International Barbecue, oh man, International Barbecue Cookers Association. That's the IBCA. That's the last time I'm going to say the whole long thing because yeah, I, keep, I keep screwing it up. <laughs> He's the 2020 Cook of the Year. His name's Phil Breeden. Phil, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Hey guys, thanks for having me. We're gl- glad me to on. have you here down in there, down there in Texas. Now, uh, before we go any further, I know you're. I love all of the barbecue teams' names, and you guys are the Lucky Charms Barbecue. Now, your website is lcbbqshop.com, and T Bone, our producer, sent me an email yesterday, and he says, "What's the LC mean?" And he he was setting me up because he knows I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, huh, that's a good question. I'll ask Phil. And then he went, do you think it might have something to do with Lucky Charms? I went, oh, yeah. the team name. It's but, Lucky Charms. Yeah. But, but I have to ask, how did you come up with the uh, Lucky Charms barbecue team name to begin with? Okay, so because uh, you already had the spoiler alert out there. <laughs> Put it together. <laughs> so we got that part, right? Right. Now, when I first started cooking, I didn't have a team name. And... It just kind of got given to me, like pretty quick. <laughs> like you should just be Lucky Charms. I'm like, why? And they're like, okay, you really asked why? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It probably fits. We'll go with it. So now, it kind of stuck pretty quick. Now, did you um, start out barbecuing uh, cereal? Is that how no. you guys got smoking <laughs> no. smoking cereal? No, no? That's, no, you know that's that goes hand in hand with how we got to LC Barbecue and. That was the whole me not kind of wanting to duke it out with General Mills. So, <laughs> you know, I think I would have won. Yeah. And they don't know this yet, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're only on 70 radio stations, so I'm sure nobody's going to hear about it. So, yeah, yeah, the judge, like, hey, I work there. We need to. Who's that guy? <laughs> the judge would take one look at him and go case dismissed. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Either that or a life sentence. One of the two. <laughs> so if, if, if if you don't understand what we're talking about, Google Philip Breeden barbecue and see his picture. <laughs> well, or, I think everyone should do that. Everybody <laughs> should. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if they go to my website, uh, it's the first thing you'll see. LCBBQshop.com. Uh, and by the way, we're going to talk a little more about that because you got some great products and stuff on there. But uh, we want to, we want to, let's kind of start with, because uh, you're, you're a big time competitor, but let's start with what, what would you suggest for the new guy starting out? What, what would be like, let's start from early guy and then move up to your, your, your status. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, you know, I think mainly most people getting started don't know where to, start but i would just encourage anyone that is an interest in it i mean just go do one you know or you know if you have the luxury of knowing someone who competes pick their brain i mean all of us out there want to help the next guy i don't know of anybody that don't want to see someone get into the sport or our sport grow so just start talking to people we'll all help people can reach out to me i'll give direction but you know you 
can't start figuring it out until you start. Right. Does well, that make sense? well, you know, Dan's mentioned at, at, at his store that they've he's had more people in this last year come in and buy a new smoker or a grill. And Dan, you've, you've talked about people have walked into your store and they're like, this is great. Now, what do I do? Right, Dan? Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. They'll come in. They have an idea of what they want to do. They have an idea of what they want to cook at, you know, cook at home or what kind of equipment they want to cook at, but they've never even touched a smoker. They don't even know how to start a fire in it. And it's amazing <laughs> because it, those are, those are the customers that, that you want to like kind of cultivate. Right. Because yeah, I mean, for it's, sure. it's, for it's sure. awesome, you know, and, uh, well, the, the cool ahead, thing Phil. is, is there's endless information. We live in a world of a internet these days. So yeah. between the internet or YouTube or endless Facebook groups that you can get information from. I mean, you just, I mean, a few Google searches and you can get pointed out in the right direction with a quick start. I mean, go from not knowing how to light a smoker to I cooked my first brisket this weekend. It was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can, you can get, you can travel that fast. And then after that, it's kind of where you want to go within the sport. If you're just king of the cul-de-sac, you know, (laughs) it's endless, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, just giving it the effort and getting in there and cooking, you're going to have a lot of successes out of the gates, right? Oh, absolutely. If you want to get in the competition, I mean, you know, as well as I do, there's classes or there's plenty of classes out there to take in person. Depends on what your goals are in the sport. At what level do you want to compete? You know, do you want to go out there and, you know, um, just do well, make a good appearance or do you want to climb to the top? Um, different avenues to get there depending on your goals well i know from just watching you and you know since you've started you've done very very well both in ibca and kcbs what do you think was the thing that kind of set you over the edge to get you into competition barbecue to get me into it yeah um it was really easy i just kind of didn't know about it Uh uh-huh and then i had a friend who said you should do a competition and i'm (laughs) like Okay, they have those. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's one next month, and I'll get you the info. And I signed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just didn't know at the time. So, so it, it wasn't it, hard to get me in once I knew that it was a thing. Maybe that's the key to success is a, is a little bit of ignorance is bliss when it comes to competition barbecue. Because I can tell you, <laughs> I can tell you one thing from experience that you know when we first started doing competition barbecue, we came out of the gate pretty hot. But then I started listening to everybody, you know, and everybody's like, oh, well, I've been doing this and this and this. And standing there at the barbecue store, your brain gets pretty cloudy pretty fast. <laughs> and, well, and, and it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah. Like you're saying, you can get too much too quick up there. Then you think, man, this is the right way to do it. Yeah. Well, there's kind of not a right way to do it. So um, gathering information is good, but then figuring out what to do with the information is the next step. Do you think um, I'm going to use a, a golf analogy in that, you know, you, you get golf instructions and they say, OK, turn your hip do this, do this. But then you, you get so much information, you can't even end up hitting the golf ball. You can't process that much information. Even though a minute ago you could hit a golf ball. Yeah. Is it is it can you get too much? And is it sometimes you just got to go with your feel like like with a, with a golf swing? I, I tell in my classes all the time, look, I, I try to encourage people not to get caught up in the notes um and just writing down what i'm doing or what they need to be doing and to really soak it up and like understand what the meat's telling you like you still got to cook right i mean so you can read a book about how to hit a golf ball 
and like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm looking and I don't see a chapter where it's buried in the bunker. And then I gotta, you know what I mean? I mean, you still got to play the game. Obviously, Phil, you've seen me golf when you say buried in the bunker. <laughs> or either that or how do you hit it out of the pond? Right. That's the other problem I have. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't golf much anymore. <laughs> I, I, I would never need to read a book that says how to hit it out of the fairway. That would be a waste of my money. <laughs> complete like, waste of my I money. I still haven't had that opportunity like <laughs> to hit it out of the fairway <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, well phil we're gonna have you back for another section uh we're talking with phil breeden he's down there where in texas are you i'm in bandera texas we're about an hour outside of san antonio oh beautiful city and of course you want to check out his website uh, great products on there and it's lcbbqshop.com if you forget just remember lucky charms and then bbqshop.com uh he is the international barbecue cookers association i promise i wouldn't say it and i got it finally right 2020 cooker of the year down there in texas he's also got a whole bunch of other trophies that we don't have time to go over but there's a whole bunch them. So we're going to be right back with Phil Breeden talking barbecue right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius with you, along with our engineer, Kyle, our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. And we're talking to the IBCA 2020 Cook of the Year. He's got a whole bunch of other awards and trophies. Oh, he's, and he's a, a, a stack of them. A, a pile of a awards. A pile <laughs> of them. It's Phil Breeden. You can check out his website. It's from his Lucky Charms barbecue team. And great products on the website. We're going to talk about that in just a second. And it's lcbbqshop.com. Before we get to that, um, I noticed on your bio, Phil, that you've you've got your lovely wife, Carmen, and you have four beautiful children, right? That's correct. And Dan has three children, and we have learned there's something in the barbecue sauce or brine or something that causes barbecue people to have a lot of children. 
<laughs> I've never thought about that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I didn't tried to, either. Try to make sense of it, but now that you mention it, <laughs> yeah. So, so Phil, I've actually chalked it up to you know, you put a brisket on the cooker, you got a lot of time to kill in between <laughs> the time you put it on the cooker. I mean, I mean, I that's one avenue, but you might want to stick to the you know what barbecue's a family sport. Oh, okay, so that's fair. A that's the direction I was man, going. Sad to to say that, but Dan could put a steak on there for five minutes and still have a kid, but that's a whole other story. That's good. That is good. Thank you. Well done, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Two minutes aside. Are we still talking about barbecue? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We are talking about ribeyes. We're talking about ribeyes and nothing but ribeyes. Okay, so we were talking about about products during the break about uh the different injections that you've had that you have out right now and i'll tell you one thing the brisket injection and the foul play injection at the store are just absolutely killing it and people awesome. are, are really loving them and uh, i think the foul play was actually the first uh product that you dropped off at the store a couple years back when you were in town for the american royal and yeah, i've been using it right. i've been using it ever since i, I it's an amazing product and it you know, I think that was a very selfless, well, a selfish move on your part to hold that secret for <laughs> over two years before anybody else well, figured out. That. I, I put, I put it, as, well, as, as you know, I reorder a lot. So I, I, put, it in, I put it in a lot of people's hands. So You, you do. You do. I mean, yeah. at some point you just can't keep it. As, I did that. Look, I'm not knocking you. I did the same thing <laughs> for two years before I ever released it. And chicken became a lot harder after I released it. So oh, you're hundred percent right. And, and the, the brisket thing, I don't know how you're competing with everybody down in Texas. Cause we're shipping probably more of your brisket injection than any other brisket injection right now. Wow. That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Which it, one? Uh, the, the angry bull one. Okay. We, yeah. we do have two out. Right. We, right. We have angry bull and play bull and angry bull gets all the love mainly because that's what I run most of the time. Well, stop teaching it in your classes. <laughs> save some trophies for the rest of that's it. That's why it's getting harder for you, Phil, because you're making everybody else better, you know? Yeah, I know. I've been working on some things, but you know, any anytime I get to that point, I just create a new product <laughs> and then release it like a year later. So we're working on some things in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, you know, Phil, we, we were talking in the first segment with Dan in our in our world famous Ask Doctor Dan segment about uh, cooking with the uh, beer can, and um, I was looking at your foul play competition chicken injection that that Dan was talking about. And let's say somebody's never in their life tried a chicken injection, and they buy your product. What do they do? Just kind of walk them through it. Yeah, it can be very intimidating to someone who's never injected a protein or is not familiar with that process, but it's, I tried to make it as simple as possible. And, you know, the recipe on the bag on all my products, I try to give what I think is the fairest starting point, Mm -hmm. you know, for anyone that just has no experience to just follow those instructions and you're going to get a good product when you're done. Now, obviously in competition, we all have our preferences and a lot of that goes along with our processes. So it may be stronger it may be weaker, whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But for someone who's not familiar with it, you can just follow the instructions on the bag. And all you need to do so is just say foul play, for instance. You know, it works perfect with water as your liquid um, or chicken broth. Either way, that's my two favorites. And I've had success with both. If we're talking about backyard use, I mean, either one's fine and you're going to like the flavor. Nice. You know? 
Yeah, um, it, is, it is amazing flavor. So, I, you know what? I'm done talking about products. I don't, I don't want to talk about products anymore. I want to talk about IBCA Cook, awesome IBCA Cook coming into KCBS and 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 what how that all came about because you don't see a lot of the guys you know coming from Texas coming up you know making the, making the trip to Kansas City a bunch to cook and I just wanted to know what made you decide that you were once once the IBCA season was really over I'm going to go to Kansas City and I'm going to start cooking a bunch of contests that that's what I'm that that's the reason why I wanted you to come on the show okay um and that's a great question so for me and there's a lot of um a lot of answers we can give to that. But yeah. for me, I mean, I like, I've done it within IBCA. Texas is a really big state. And That's I a huge state. <laughs> That's yeah, a huge state. You know, we, we did live um, near Beaumont, which is the southeast corner. So mm. if I was going to cook on the other side, I could have easy 12, 14 yep. hour drive. Yeah. Looking, and never leave Texas. Right. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. I guess when I never I thought cooking, about that. Yeah. South Texas, West Texas, all different parts. And I met all these really neat people. Like I would look forward to, I never cooked in the same area and just stuck there. I just like to go different places. And then after I met all these people, well, then I would go back and see them six months later and like, Hey, how you been? Well, KCBS is the same way. It's just a bigger Texas. Yeah. You know, it's it's the same size, but there's like four states. Wait a minute. Nothing. (laughs) Hold on. Nothing's bigger than Texas. Now we're looking at like two Texas. (laughs) So, so Phil, what, what do you think? What do you think of the, the, what's the biggest difference besides the garnish thing? Cause we all know the garnish, you know, in in IBCA that you don't put garnish in the box In KCBS, you put garnish or parsley, you know, make it pretty. What's the, what do you think is the biggest difference between the two? Just as just from a cook standpoint, tenderness, tenderness, yeah, because they're because yeah. they're they're taking their bites with the fork. Well, the biggest difference is like for me, it's just tell me the rules. Like mm-hmm. I'm okay cooking IBCA, just tell me what y'all's rules are. Right. In KCBS, I'm fine with KCBS. Just tell me what your rules are. So in IBCA, you know, you're the the judges only put down one score for your entry once they've tried it. So taste, tenderness, appearance, everything comes into play, and then they can only give one score. Really? So they don't break it down for the judges? No. no. Oh. So which typically happens is appearance kind of doesn't matter too much because we don't have garnish. So you just get a, you know, and then once they start judging, it's multi-round judging. And by the time you get to the end of a brisket box, it doesn't look like, it does when you <laughs> turn it in. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> yeah. So basically what they're going on is, is it tender, which means they don't want to chew on it. And how does it taste? Did you like it or not? Mm-hmm. So, in so KCBS, we know that you're getting an independent score for appearance, an independent score for tenderness, and an independent score for taste. So, so that's a big difference. So, Phil, know? when they start out with that brisket box and everybody goes at it, is it like when you cook for your four kids and you put something on the table <laughs> and they just all that's, go for it? That's not a fair question. <laughs> and that doesn't mean I, I make bad barbecue, but I, I assure you, there's not a whole lot of barbecue ate around the South. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's the, the true life of a competitive barbecuer because that's just the I'm way honest. it is. So, Phil, we, we've got about a minute left. Just tell, I want to know about what do you prefer? Which, I mean, you, you're, I wouldn't say you're new to KCBS, but you're newer. Do you, do you like the KCBS format better than the IBCA? I'll tell you pros and cons on both and I'll try yeah. to keep it short. Cause I know cool. we're, we got know. about 30 seconds. Yeah. 
Okay, perfect. Well, mainly to me, IBCA, the pace is much, you know, you have a lot more time when turn in. So yeah. you can do it and it's more like you can visit with your friends and this and that. KCBS, it's go time. We're here for business. We got to pick our times when we visit with friends. Turn-ins are fast. So you get the speed of it, which yeah. I love, you know. Yeah. To me, I like both of them. Just tell me what the rules are. Yep, tell me what the rules well, are. I, I can't wait to run into one. you soon. That, that's going to be fun. And I can't wait to run into you and get some of your food that you're going to give me, whether you want to or not. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking with Phil Breeden. He's uh, check him out at llcbbqshop.com. We're going to be talking to Dan next segment about tuning up your smoker and barbecuer right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much, but that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Our weekly radio station shout out goes to WABG 960 AM, the awesome AM. I like it. I love the name. Uh, the Awesome AM is the most unique radio station in the world. The station's format is Mississippi Delta Blues, Classic Rock, and in quotations, Stuff. <laughs> and are we the Stuff? We, I think we're part of the That's Stuff. Not, I mean, I'm, I'm good with being Stuff on that station. Or that maybe... Sounds- it sounds awesome. Maybe stuffing. <laughs> as long as we're on that station. We are happy uh, to be on Blues it. Delta Blues and Barbecue, man. They're down there in Greenwood and Columbus, Mississippi. And check out their website, which, again, I love. Awesomeam.com. Dave, have you ever been to Mississippi? You ever been, do any stand-up in Mississippi? I don't know. I've never done stand-up yeah. in it. I've driven I'm through it. I'm where this is going. <laughs> I, I've eaten uh, shrimp on the on the Delta. or I, the uh, Mississippi's pretty cool. Yeah. It's very cool. So that's awesomeam.com. Again, W-A-B-G out there in Mississippi. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Now, the Kansas City Barbecue Store Spotlight from the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. We haven't talked about books for a while. And we have a lot of books. You know, the one thing that kind of stinks about the book thing is that nobody buys books anymore and we've got a giant shelf full of these awesome cookbooks well and we were just talking about to phil and he was talking about well look it up or do yeah. this or do and, and and while he was saying that i was thinking well 
What about the good? Old, I like books because I'm an avid cookbook collector. I've I can I can make notes. I can yeah. mark things. You know, oh. whereas on the internet, I just read it and I forget it. Forget it. Yep. But uh, they've you guys got a book. It's 25 Essential Techniques for Grilling Fish by Karen Adler and Judith Fertig. It's only 12.95. Talk about that book. So they put out a series of these books, and it's 25 techniques on how to X Y Z. So they did mm-hmm. grilling. They did smoking. They did fish, they did planking, and these little books, they're awesome. They're perfect size that you can put them on the counter and I could take up a lot of space, but they have great recipes in it for somebody that, not necessarily somebody that's just getting started, but somebody that wants to start, you know, experimenting with different techniques and different flavors. These books are awesome. And I highly recommend the fish one. I've used a bunch of the recipes out of it. It's a great book. The smoking book's amazing. That's probably the best selling one. I mean, we're a barbecue store, so obviously (laughs) the smoking book's more, but yeah, uh, uh, Karen and uh, Judith, they they put out great cookbooks, and I highly recommend anything they've got their name Well, on. and I'm intimidated by cooking fish. So you shouldn't be. I mean, all you need is a book from the Kansas City Barbecue Store you know, in Olathe, Kansas. T-Bone, I think he's on to something. Yeah. I think he's on to something. You know, I've really never thought about it. <laughs> now you know, T-Bone. Okay. So check it out. It's 25 <laughs> Essential Techniques for Grilling Fish by Karen Adler and Judith Fertig. It's only $12.95, and you can get it at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Uh, they'll ship it to you anywhere in the country, right? Anywhere in the country. What about Hawaii? We got a radio station in Hawaii. Yes, we do. Uh, we can ship to Hawaii. However, it's a tad bit pricey. It's a little bit more expensive, yeah. but, but you know what? It's fish and they're in Hawaii, so fish. And what? So it makes it makes sense. And Hawaii yeah. is aware of what it takes to get stuff <laughs> from the true, mainland. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Unfortunately, they they know all too well. An apple, four dollars. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, if you ever go to Hawaii, make sure you have extra luggage to smuggle in a whole bunch of Jif <laughs> peanut butter. Oh, really? And then stand on a corner. That's a good idea. All right. That uh, illegal idea for bringing in uh, contraband was by (laughs) T-Bone. You can email him at T-Bone at BBQRadioNation.com. So here we are. It's springtime. The weather is beautiful. Um, Maybe people have been grilling and smoking. Maybe they're getting ready to for the first time. Um, But we want to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of doing a spring tune-up. And by the way, speaking of grills and smokers, or smokers, we got a sponsor. These guys are wonderful. Check it out. Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Their website is oldhickorypits.com. That's O-L-E. Old. Old, not old. Yeah. O-L-E, hickorypits.com. They've got both commercial, if you want the big one, or residential for your backyard. These are super. So You know what? Start off with the residential because you're going to open a restaurant someday. So you want some familiarity yeah, that, when you have to get That's exactly the how it happens. You get the residential one, you start cooking a little bit, your neighbor's like, oh my God, I don't know why you don't have a restaurant. And okay. Then, I have a dumb question as a non-competition barbecue oh, person here. We here. Go. I like these. So when you're doing competition, do you use a commercial smoker? You absolutely can, as long as it's not uh, fueled by uh, like forced gas or anything like that. Okay, but I, I've got a CTO and I've uh, old Hickory CTO, mm-hmm. old Hickory old? CTO, and um, and I use it in competition, and I I love it. It's a it's a great low and slow cooker. Uh, if you want to do low, old school, you know, low and slow pork that just you know just melts in your mouth, it's a it's an amazing cooker. Nice. I'll, I'll have to bring it. I'll, I'll have to wheel it up here to the old station one day and and fire it up and cook some ribs for you or something. Hey, T Bone, have we heard this lie before? No, no, this is a new one. That's how I keep you guys coming back. <laughs> you know That's what how, it is? This is how I keep you guys showing up to the show every week. <laughs> Normally, you're right. Normally, the he says, false, "Oh, I'm gonna." 
promises of barbecue. I'm going to bring you some food. Now he's up to, to I'm going to bring you the smoker. And then I thought he would just said, I'm going to bring you the smoker and let you look at it and be like, really? <laughs> I'll teach you how to cook on it. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. And then when you, when you leave here, just drop it off in my backyard yeah, and leave it. Yeah, you get your second shot soon. We'll, we'll have a big old party. Because you have several at your house and we know of. So a little bit. Yeah. You, know, you don't need this. So, so speaking of having several in your house and you're getting ready, maybe you haven't used one for a while. And, and you that's want, what we call a segue. Yeah, it's a segue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he, he's been reading his his radio book. Yeah, you guys let me borrow your old textbooks from from the radio broadcasting, broadcasting for school. broadcasting for dummies. <laughs> and so so, what do you do if if it's you know it's kind of dirty, it's messed up, it hadn't been oh, used man. for a while? What do you want to do to get it tuned up for the spring and get it fired so up? That was my yesterday. I, I wheeled a bunch of cookers out into the driveway and uh, and hosed them down, just got them cleaned up a little bit. Uh, you know, the wood and charcoal burners, they don't require as much maintenance, you know, just, just basic cleaning. But when it comes to gas grills and pellet grills and even my CTO, you know, it requires a little bit of preventative maintenance, you know, as far as cleaning the probe, you know, the, the, the temperature probes in them and all that stuff. But, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, it, let's start out with gas grills. You know, the biggest thing is to get into your gas grill, clean it up, you know, because you, it's been probably covered the whole winter. Uh, unless you, unless you cook on it all the time and then it probably needs to be cleaned out anyways. And so scrape all the grease out of the bottom of it, everything that's kind of burned to the, the flavorizer bars or, or the briquettes in the bottom of it. If it's, if it's an old school gas grill, uh, just clean it up, make sure the, the, all the, the lines going to the propane tank or look good. There's no cracks. In yeah. It. That's, I've you heard know, about that. That yeah, you don't want that. You know, <laughs> yeah. you maybe, maybe take the covers off the burners and, and just run a, a small, like um, a small wire through each hole, of the burner to make sure that no spiders have gotten in there and, <laughs> and laid eggs and, and blocked your, uh, your airflow and all that stuff. I was going to say, I've had that where it's like it, wildlife it is looking for a warm place during the winter and well, this thing's all covered up and it's my, shelter. My Weber grill was a, uh, was a haven of mice for one year. Ooh. And, and they got in there and, and and had their little nest in the bottom of the grill. It was pretty oh my gross. Gosh. Yeah. Um, so I wheeled that out in the yard, just turned it on. And then his family had barbecue mice for <laughs> yeah. dinner that night. No, there were no mm-hmm. mice in there. I made sure they weren't in there. <laughs> but then, you know, you go on to like a pellet cooker. Pellet cookers require a little bit of maintenance. And, and you know, the biggest thing you want to check is make sure that you didn't leave ashes in the little fire pot in your, okay. in your pellet grill. Because the, what those ashes will do, they'll collect moisture and they become really corrosive and they'll burn through your hot rod, which is what ignites your pellets in, in your pellet cooker. And that's always the first thing to go on a pellet cooker, no matter what. Okay. Your hot rod. Another, another dumb question. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you use, what do you call those things? Shop vac. Absolutely. For, for the ashes and stuff. You sure can. And you know, I don't recommend doing it unless you have the metal style shop vac, which you can buy anywhere it's a a metal a metal canister shop back which is great for using for ashes and that sort of thing but you know if your cooker hasn't been turned on in a while i i have a little five gallon shop vac that i use to to vacuum all the ashes out of my cans and my offset cookers and all that stuff but it's days after they've been out right yeah you just have to be careful you just have to be smart about it any kind of particular brush when you're when you're cleaning it that you recommend you know i use a a lot of people are scared of the wire brushes. We've seen all the, right. the stories about people getting bristles stuck in their throat and whatnot. But I use the uh, the Weber 21-inch T-brush. It's about as basic as you can get. It costs less than $15. Uh, and they're easy to clean, and, and you can uh, you can pretty much clean every kind of grate you want to with them. Well, and what I've heard is when you if you use a metal brush, mm-hmm. just inspect it very carefully when you're yeah. done, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's you know, 
three seconds of, of just taking the time to look at it, it's going to save you a lot of grief. In the end. <laughs> well, good tips for your spring cleaning and getting you ready for the spring. Want again, thank our guests, uh, Phil Breeden. Check him out at lcbbqshop.com. His Lucky Charms barbecue team. Of course, we just got done talking with Dan about your spring tune-up and our Ask Dr. Dan segment today, sponsored by our April Barbecue Sauce of the Month. That's Hogtide Barbecue Original Competition Sauce, 22 and a half ounces, only $6.99. Uh, Joel P. says the sauce is the best sauce I've ever had, and they've also got a heat flavor. So um, I just got a heat flavor of, of a sauce. I, I like a little extra heat now and then, so go check that out. And you can get that at the Kansas City BBQ store.com. And of course, if you have a question for Ask Dr. Dan, just like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. For Kyle and T-Bone and Dan and myself, thanks so much for tuning in and happy barbecuing! You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.